that's a growler. Do you feel like you took a wrong turn in life? Welcome to Morrow's Motivations, where we talk with people who educate, motivate, and captivate you with inspirational stories. Here's Dontrell. Thank you, and welcome. Today, I'd like to introduce my next guest, Brady Tabs. Brady Tabs is a self-described family man who has been married to the love of his life for 15 years. He is the father of five amazing girls, and he says, yes, being a father to girls is the best. He is a small business owner for over 12 years. He likes to make small improvements in his life consistently. He says his life isn't overly exciting, but he finds joy in the small moments of life and tries to be consistent in recognizing all the good that surrounds him daily. He loves playing sports, writing, and spending time with his family. He's involved with his girls' activities, which include swimming, cheerleading, tumbling, and music lessons. He also enjoys the time he gets to spend driving them to and from their lessons, practices, and cheering them on at their competitions. And without further ado, here's Brady Tebbs. All right, Brady, thank you so much for reaching out to me and doing this interview. I am so glad to have you on the show today. Yeah, you bet, Don Trell. I'm happy to uh, be on the show, my friend. Yes, yes. I can honestly say that it is one real treat to be able to not only have you kind of talk a little bit about yourself and your personal experiences, but just to really reconnect after so many years of, you know, first meeting and then not seeing one another for a long time and then having a little short time together before I relocate (laughs) to another place in the country. Hey, the the good thing is, is good friendships, uh, they they cross the span of time and places and you can pick up right where you left off, right? Amen, brother. Especially right now, this is a good social distancing practice and we're still as close as ever. I love it. (laughs) That's right. That's right, man. That's how it works. So, yes, and I I know, you know, just for for our listeners out there, you know, it's it's been definitely a good long weekend and work and and everything that you do is so much more I I think I can use the word intense <laughs> because of the nature of your work being in insurance and with all of the the chaos going around with this coronavirus and you know, just how life has changed so much every, it seems like every day something new is, a, is being applied to how we're supposed to coexist. I really appreciate you giving me the time when it's almost midnight in your area. <laughs> no problem. You know, my, my office is really close to where I uh, sleep right now. So it's a quick commute. <laughs> well, good, good. And so since you obviously have uh, a great attitude, and that's something that I've known you to have and having the pleasure to work with you and your small business where you focus on insurance, you seem to just already have and always have a good outlook and positive outlook on life. So even in this time right now, of you know, the confusion and in some cases fear, how have you personally been able to define success for yourself and how has it helped you? to navigate these rough times? 
gosh, how, how do I define success and how does that help me navigate? And that's a good question. Deep question, but a good one. I'd say, I guess personally, how I define success is can I sit with myself in a room, nobody else is around, and I feel comfortable with who I am. And I feel comfortable with the decisions that I'm making and how I'm treating people and and how I'm trying to conduct my life, you know, how I'm my relationship with my my wife and my daughters and you know everybody around me and if i can feel good about what i'm doing and feel like i'm trying to to do what's right you know take care of other people try to put other people's needs first that's what i found in my life when i do that i generally am more happy and i think that's transferred over into uh, my business as well you know being insurance uh, it's very much about you know, it's about my clients. If I don't have any clients, then I don't have a business. And I found that the best way to treat my clients is to try to do for them what I would want somebody to be doing for me if they were in my same spot. So that's how I try to approach generally life and, and also business is just kind of that golden rule, right? We've all heard it a million times, do unto others. And, and you know, as you'd have them do unto you, but really there's there's power in that that's that simple concept. It's, it's powerful. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that is true. I mean, it is always good to always have that self-reflection going on in your mind about how you're acting every day. And, and are you really like living the highest expression of yourself, even in tough moments. And I think this kind of situation brings out the best in people. You know, it can also bring out the opposite, but focusing on doing the best that you can, I think it gives you that opportunity to kind of really self-reflect and be self-accountable in that way. And so, you know, I, I can personally say, I think you're doing great. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate it, Dontrell. And, you know, I, I think as you're talking there, one thing that comes to my mind is, you know, you look at how difficult it is right now economically, right? How many people have lost jobs or are furloughed or, you know, maybe we're living paycheck to paycheck and they, they don't know where the next anything is coming from. It's so uncertain, right? And I just think that, you know, it's important at times like this, one, not to panic because it's so easy to do that. And two, to realize that our relationships with each other, they're not going anywhere, right? We're all still here. We're all still together. And hopefully we can maintain civility and really treat people like we should be treating them because there's no, you know, there, there's no like crashed market and how kind you can be to somebody that doesn't fluctuate with how things go in the world. You can always be kind no matter what, regardless. Oh yes. Amen, brother. We, it's so true. I don't think anyone will ever look back and regret and say, I think I was too kind to that person. <laughs> I know that, that's that's not, that's not a mistake you can worry about making, right? It's if, if everybody thought that way, I, I think uh, there might be less fights at the grocery stores over toilet paper right now. Right? Oh my goodness, it's so true. It's so true. Shopping has really become like almost a spectator sport. You you feel like you're in Hunger Games or something, and I'm like. <laughs> I, I'm ready for some normalcy when it comes to that. So in your career, and, and you outlined kind of like 
you're enjoying and working with other people and being able to want to serve them and being in that mindset, what personal example would you say you had in your life that navigated you down the path to your current career? Oh, gosh, you know, um, so we're, we're a second generation family business. My, my parents started our business and, and they, they really ingrained that, that uh, attitude of exceptional service and really responsibility. You're in a responsibility of trust with your, with your customers. And I, and I think um, one that starts, that starts in my home life with my parents always bring me up that way to help me realize there is uh, more in the world than just me. And, you know, to be responsible, to be courteous, to be kind, to be respectful. And, you know, also that, you know, there, there's, there's two sides to really every story, right? And to really understand, you have to listen and you have to be aware of where people are coming from. And, and I think, you know, that has been really a extremely valuable part of uh, the ethic that's been passed to me from my parents. Mm-hmm. I, I would say so. I think those early examples in our life really make or break us sometimes. And we always have to choose which path we're going to follow on our own accord. But it's always helpful when you just have that, you know, starting out beginning in a home. I know personally for me, it made a difference, you know, having my paternal grandparents really helped shape the kind of person that I wanted to be and and really being more active in trying to connect and serve individuals. For you now, what what goals did you have like when you were in school, you were trying to to navigate and figure out, you know, like we all do, what do you want to do in life? Like did you have any specific goals that were contrary to what you're doing now? Oh, you know, um, so kind of, kind of my story, you know, um, with, with goals, uh, gosh, early part of you know, going back to, to high school, my goals were all centered around sports, centered around basketball, love mm. basketball, come from a basketball family. And, uh, you know, I always wanted to play basketball and had the opportunity to in high school. You know, my dream is to play in college. A couple of my brothers did. And so, you know, working towards that. And, you know, unfortunately for me, I, I, uh, my, my basketball road ended my junior year in high school. And that was, uh, that was extremely hard for me because that was everything at that point in time. So it really forced me to look a little bit deeper <laughs> into life at a, at a younger age, um, really focus on, you know, who I was and what things were important in life. And obviously, you know, you think about education I knew, Hey, I want to go to college. You think about your faith. I did. Um, I knew I wanted to serve a mission, uh, you know? And so I, I decided that I was going to do those things and, and I did them. And uh, what I found as I was working through goals. Um, so I, I went on my mission right out of high school didn't go to school before college or anything like that. Graduated, you know, took the summer to just have fun with my friends and, and kick back and, and kind of get ready to go. And, uh, you know, off I went and realized very quickly that the mission is, is it's work. Just like any, any goal, any worthwhile goal is work. It's hard. You have to 
grind through days when you don't feel like doing it. You have to keep a, a good outlook, keep a good attitude, keep a good perspective, you know, keep things in a good context, realize your motivations behind what you're doing. And uh, what, what I learned, biggest thing is you really have to pay attention to how you feel. You know, if, if you're spiritual and you have faith, which I do, I believe that our thoughts and our feelings are inspired when we're in, a, you know, good pursuits. Mm-hmm. We're doing something good. I feel like God loves us and, and he can direct us. And uh, I learned that small thoughts and feelings are, are a big deal. And uh, that uh, really strengthened me and taught me in my mission uh, two years in Houston where we've got to be good friends, right? Oh, yes. You know, coming home, it, you know, started up in school and college and university and, you know, you, you get into life. And, and I found that that, that same that same thing stretched over, which was small thoughts and small feelings. And as I've listened to those, and as I've tried to act on those, right, I've found that uh, I've had the experiences I need to have. And oftentimes, it's not what I expect. When I was thinking about what I would do for a living, um, my mission, I thought, you know, I want to be a business analyst. I want to come home and study how businesses work. You know, I want to help them improve and, you know, maybe have the opportunity to, to build a business and, and pass it on and start another business and, you know, kind of, kind of go through that. And I got home and, and going to school and, and my dad said, Hey, why don't you come work in the insurance agency while you're going to college? And, you know, so you think no, no stress, you know, it was never expected. I would, you know, have to stay and work in the family business. Very quickly, I, I found out that it was a really good thing. And a lot of the things that uh, I wanted in a job were there. And it was interesting and fulfilling and worthwhile and was a, was a good industry to be in. And I just listened to the small, small thoughts and said, hey, stay. This is going to be a good thing for you. Keep working hard. You know, any job you start out is you, you start small and you've got to build and you've got to, you've got to put in your time and you've got to work on you know, growing into that position and growing into the success that you want to have, it just doesn't come immediately. That's one of the most frustrating things is in life, I think, is we all want things now. We want them immediately. We're used to picking up our smartphones and we want to, you know, we want to study something or, you know, we want to listen to a certain song or watch a, a certain movie or whatever. We can do it immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Goals are not immediate. Goals are meant to be you know, line upon line and incremental because that's where the growth comes from. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, th- I think, gosh, after all that, I kind of forgot the original question, but anyway, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's kind of, kind of how I've just arrived at, at where I am honestly is have I set goals? Um, yeah, I've set goals, but mm-hmm. more importantly, I've set standards. I've, I've mm-hmm. made a commitment that, in my life, I'm going to listen to, to, the, to the thoughts and, and feelings that I have, and I'm going to follow those things when they're good. And that really is my biggest goal, to do just that. And I found that as I do that, everything else takes care of itself. I know that sounds really, you know, just really basic. And some people might say, well, yeah, but how do you plan for the future? I just have a, a faith that if I listen and if I follow what I'm feeling that good things will happen. And it's just, it's happened to work that way my whole life. 
So I, I can't doubt it. Right. You know, I love that. I mean, there was so much there, like so many things that you said stuck out to me. And and it's, I have to say, just full disclaimer, yes, I can, I'm personally so grateful that you decided to come on your mission because, you know, had I not had the opportunity to meet you, life would be so different in so many ways that would not be necessarily things that I would want to even imagine because it's been so good being able to learn and grow and and really get mentorship from you. So thank you, number one, for making that choice and following that feeling of inspiration to do that. And secondly, I, I love that you seem to have just had, again, what we mentioned before, that same optimistic attitude. You know, when you realize sports wasn't going to necessarily be your route that you would have in life, you didn't let that bother you for long. You decided what do I need to do? What else can I do? And it sounded like you just, you you learned very small and you learned the value of hard work and service. And as you say, you don't plan in life, which I think is honestly, I mean, that's, that's huge. You know, you always hear everyone's, you, you should have a plan. You should be prepared. And I know that you are a very prepared person, just knowing you personally, that you really do you know, make sure that you dot every I, cross every T in the best ways that you can. But but how did you personally feel when you saw, by listening to your intuition and listening to that inspiration, that, that as you followed that and you achieved goal after goal, both in your career and, and, and personal family goals that you set for yourself, like how did that feel to have that kind of validation that came after the the years of hard work yeah you know it it feels good and i guess i should say you know i'm planning too it's kind of you know one thing at a time do do i have goals yes do i have five-year goals yes do i have 10-year goals yes you know there's there's places i i hope to be and you know places i I hope for my family to be and hope to be happy all along the way yeah it's it's just it's one little thing at a time and it's constant. And I think that's the thing that for me is so beautiful about life is it's, it's constant. If, if you're paying attention, it's always around you. It's always there. Things can be incredibly difficult and painful and hard. And, and it just looks, you know, like nothing's going right at times, but yet there's like this beauty in those moments where you can sit back and, and you can look at it through a lens of what do I need to be learning right now through this process? There is something I need to be learning. There's, there's something to learn from every difficult situation. I am a believer in that. We, we learn and we grow from all our failures. You know, we, uh, we gain strength from, from times when we're hurt and that doesn't always come easy. Right. And I mean, gosh, it can be extremely painful and stick with you for a long, long time. And some things are really hard to get over depending on how they go. But, uh, but yeah, it's through, through those moments and also through the, the, the high moments when it seems like everything is going your way and the sun is shining just on you perfectly at whatever given moment in time on those moments too, still staying level and saying, okay, what do I need to be learning from this? And then keeping that in perspective, Dontrell is, is look, 
um, I, just actually talking with my wife, Emily, about this last night for me is the concept in my life is everything that I have has nothing to do with me because the way I choose to look at life is inspiration. God speaks to you. He inspires you. He gives you direction. And if you strive to, to do what you feel you need to be doing, it's all inspiration from him. We have life because of him. All, all of the stuff around us, is, it's all because of him. So I can't really take credit for the, the highs or the lows anyway. All I can take credit for is how much I listened and how much I tried to do what was right, what I felt was right. So I, I try to try to just keep it all in, in perspective of just sim- simple, simple things. Simple things are good. Yes. And that's a beautiful example of how you really can just focus on those important moments and those things that really matter, you know, in the grand scheme of things and how just that alone can keep you, can really keep you going, can really keep you being able to do good in areas where you wouldn't have imagined before. Yeah. One thing that I thought about, especially with the world, like I said, in commotion right now with, with the virus going around and, so many young people are being, you know, redirected because of this plans that they had with both school, graduation, sports, careers. Now, what advice would you give to someone in that same boat that that's right now that you've experienced in a different time period? Because you were kind of in that same boat after not after nine eleven a little bit during that time when you were in that age group, but like. Looking, looking back and seeing what you've been able to learn, like if you had one thing to tell someone, even if it was like a client or someone coming to you because of all of this recent stuff and they're just kind of just like, this is overwhelming. I can't, I can't handle all of this. What, what would be something that you would tell them immediately to kind of help them, kind of help them just see another perspective and how they could look forward to the brighter things? Oh, wow. That's a... That, that's 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 a big question, Dontrell. Man, put me on the spot. Gosh, you know, um, the, the one thing I will say has been really clear to me over the last five years in my life. I've learned this this one thing, and it's something that I, that I share uh, with people from time to time. Is that things don't have to make sense; they just have to feel right. And that will make sense if you know me, right? Like you mm-hmm. know me. Because uh, that's how I try to live. There are decisions that I've made in the last five years that have made no sense. And I didn't know why I was making them. Like, why am I doing this? I don't know. Feels right. And I, I know over my lifetime, I know when something feels right to me that I, I have to do it. Because that's the commitment that I've made to God and, and to myself and to my family. And so if you're like-minded like me, if, if you've made a commitment that I just want to try to do what I feel is right as much as I can. Right. I think there's a lot of people that could say that, honestly, you know, they want to do good. Yeah. Things don't have to make sense. They just have to feel right. So, you know, if, if you have a thought and you think, you know, I need, I need to call this person today, or, you know, maybe I should reach out to, to an old friend or for whatever reason, I, d- I don't 
feel like I should accept a certain job offer or go to a certain college or whatever. If it doesn't make sense, think about it. Think about why it's not making sense. And sometimes you just kind of have to let go of analytics and, you know, you do the best you can with your knowledge, but sometimes you just have to let go and just go with what feels right. That would be thing number one. And I guess the second one was a great bit of advice I was given years ago that stuck with me because I think sometimes we can get caught up in things and wanting things and wanting a certain, you know, status in life, right? We all want to be successful. And sometimes we push a little bit hard after those things, right? Greatest bit of advice I've received in that area is a luxury once experienced becomes a necessity. That's something that that I'll think about. And I'll think, do I really want that in my life? Is it going to make me happier? Or is it just going to be extra noise that distracts me from an underlying thing I need to work on that I'm unhappy about? And just go back to basics and you know, work on who you are. And if you have questions in life, work on those. Don't push them to the side. Because once you, you figure out who you are and you know, why you're here, what you need to be doing, the good that you can do in life, it, it changes your outlook on everything else. So yeah, I'd, long answer to a short question, right? But th- those are the, the thoughts that you know, maybe I would share right now. I feel such a level of peace, honestly, just hearing that because it resonates so clearly and so well just to my inner spirit. Yeah, it's, you know, I find that I'm, I'm a believer that there's, there's truth behind all things. You know, there's, there's truth behind everything in life. There really, really is. It's just, you know, the world's based on truth. Sometimes we, we can see it. Sometimes we can't. And Sometimes it's obvious to see and it's easy to accept. And, and there's times where it's really hard to see and we don't understand it and it's hard to accept, but it, it doesn't change the fact that, that there is truth and that we can't find it. And th- there's a truth in every situation. You know, how, how should I interact with a, a difficult coworker? How should I settle a disagreement with my spouse or my significant other? Somebody hurt my feelings. What's the right way to respond to them? There is truth behind all of those situations. And guess what? It can be different. That's the the beautiful thing in life. It can apply so differently to each of us, depending on what's going on. We're not all alike. We have different circumstances and we come from different backgrounds and, and we've been taught different things growing up. But, you know, when we, when we can get away from the thought of, you know, you you always have to be right and you can't be wrong or that's a sign of weakness, right? When you get to the point where it's, hey, I can be right or I can be wrong. I'm human. That's okay. Have I done things wrong? Have I offended people? Yeah. I, you know what? I'm, I'm half. I'm sure I have. But have I intentionally done that? Absolutely not. No. I would say, you know, maybe in my younger days, yeah, there were probably sometimes I intentionally did things to to, uh, to be unkind. But, you know, as, as I've grown, you know, through the years and, you know, try to raise a family and through 15 years of marriage, uh, I learned that most of the time I'm, I'm actually not right. And, and that's, that's okay because when you're not right and you acknowledge that it gives you an opportunity to be humble and to learn through that experience on, okay, I, I wasn't right in that interaction. 
you know, what, what would have been the right thing to do. And for me, thoughts and feelings come in and, and I learned real quick, the next time something like that happens, this is how you need to respond. And then I try to, <laughs> and you consistently get a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the point of life is to consistently be the, the best version of who you are that you can possibly be. Yes, absolutely. That is, that is, I think, what we're all striving for. You know, I heard a quote recently that talked about the importance of the legacies that we leave behind for the next generation. And I think it was through, it was through Oprah Winfrey, and she was talking about how when she built a school in South Africa for young girls, how she was with a mentor of hers, uh, the late Maya Angelou, who spoke to her and told her, she was talking to her, telling her about her excitement of the school and telling her that that would be her greatest legacy. And she said, Maya Angelou stopped her and said, you have no idea what your legacy will be because your legacy is every life that you touch. And she said that she'd never thought of it that way. That was kind of like one of those eternal aha moments for her. And I, and it made me think too, like in my own life, like that's, that's such an interesting thing. Like I've never legacy. You never think about it in that kind of way of it being connected to someone else necessarily. And so that brings me to my, my final question for you. Like, what is the legacy that you hope to leave on this earth one day? Like, what would you, what would you want people to have known you by, by your legacy, by the way that you lived? Oh gosh. Um, you know, so I'm a, a father to, to five daughters. Mm-hmm. Shout out to all the girl dads, right? Right. <laughs> wonderful group to be a part of. My legacy for me is more about my daughters. What I want most in life is when I'm gone, that there's some good that they have in their lives because I tried to be a good dad and that they're able to touch people's lives for good, touch their family, touch their friends, make a difference in the world. And maybe one day, you know, somebody might say to them, Hey, you're, you're one of Brady Tebbs's daughters. Right. And man, I'm, I'm just happy being, being the father of my daughters and husband to my wife. I just want to be good at that. I want to be great at that. I want to get better at that every day. And I feel that if I try to do that far after I'm gone, the good will have uh, remained. And just that, that goodness and that positivity and, and that love that, that I feel for them so strong. I just want that to stick around. Interesting thought, you know, if, if you've been to a, a funeral recently, right, or you've seen anything, funerals on TV or whatever, we all have people that we admire that we're close to that have, have passed at some point or we will. It's an interesting phenomenon to me is we don't remember the bad things that those people did. We want to we want to celebrate their lives. We want to be grateful for having crossed paths with them. We want to recognize how they positively impacted us, right? And, and this is looking at life after it's gone. How many of us, when we interact with people that are here now, uh, how many of us want to look at what they're doing wrong, being critical, being you know maybe a little a little judgmental, a little harsh, not letting go something that was a hurt, right? I just find it so fascinating that when we are gone, people tend to remember the good, really, for the most part. And so, so yeah, I mean, 
if people can remember something good I did years from now when I'm dead and gone, I, I would just be fantastically thrilled that uh, they would choose to remember that. Hopefully people don't try to remember some of the bad things. That, <laughs> that makes me feel bad. But um, I'm hopeful that there's some amount of good that'll stick around after I've left. Well, you can rest assured with me that there will definitely be nothing but good memories and tributes all around from <laughs> now until the rest of eternity that I can speak. So, <laughs> well, hopefully we have many, many more years of it to go before we have to worry about that, right? That is always the hope, my friend, always. And I thank you not only for, again, all the the wonderful things and that you do for so many in your community, but how you personally impacted me and how you've, you've been able to, I, I think, really just leave a lasting legacy that you may not truly be aware of even at this moment. But I know you're going to continue to do great things, and I look forward to seeing you continue to grow and learn as I try to follow your lead in a lot of ways and, and, and how to align my my thoughts and just the possibilities in this whole uh, continuing as we go through a, a world of uncertainty. So thank you so much. Yeah, man. Happy to do it. Thanks for uh, having, a, having a good talk. Oh, it's always good to have talks like this and you always learn from every interaction and every, every little bit helps you be better you five years from now than you were five years ago. And mm-hmm. everything gets you closer to, to where you want to go if you look at it the right way. So Mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm grateful to, to count you as a friend and to have, have good people that, that surround me like you. That's the, the joy in life right there. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome, brother. Thank you for listening to Morrow's Motivational Podcast. Please join us again next time.